Welcome to the McGuire Group Show. Joe and James, host and co-host here. Wanted to talk with you today about something that's a lot of fun. Um, something that's relevant to, um, well, everything, honestly. Uh, and that's sales, salesmanship, sales as um, a business, sales as an entrepreneurship, so to speak. And, uh, you know, James here has got, uh, some experience in door to door sales myself. Um, everything is sales. It's in every aspect. Um, my kids are constantly trying to sell me constantly, constantly. constantly. Yes, they are the most, day. they are the most badgering, annoying salespeople on planet yes. earth. And I have no yes. idea how, but they kind of get what they want a lot. They just, uh, wear, they wear me down. They, right. You may want to check on your uh, okay. fathership. Yeah. Okay. Your, your you don't even know. There. You don't even know yet. Cause your daughter is, you'll see. But so we're going to talk about that. And, um, I think, I think it's a fantastic career. I think everybody should do it at some point. Some level of, uh, B2B sales, um, uh, is where I feel, uh, passionately about, but James, so when, uh, when you started, when you started in the sales, tell me what that was like for you, because you came from a non-sales background into a sales background, like everybody. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm used to a B to C, which is business to customer, right? Or a customer sales. And I did not grow up in the sales background um, either. I was uh, in the military, as a lot of probably the listeners know, and I was produce, uh, providing a task, which was uh, some law enforcement, safety checks, things like that on people's boats. I was not selling anybody anything. Um, I guess in a way, maybe I was selling safety. You were actually uh, preventing people from selling certain products, if I'm remembering there was some, of times your, I was, some of your yes. boats. Um, trying not to have people sell certain things illegally on the water, but we'll leave that for another time. But um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, long story short, met an individual, uh, kind of my mentor, who got me into the financial business. And um, I'm pretty good with people, like I know how to talk and have a conversation. And so I think that's a large part of... Um, sales is communication. I definitely got a lot better at communication for sure. Being involved in sales, communicating with customers, like having to communicate with customers. Like I really dislike text messages um, because you can't tell people's tone. So like sales for me, when I got involved was a lot of um, uh, like, I, I guess I use the analogy like football, right? If I'm in sales, let's say I'm a lineman and I'm hitting the other, you know, um, I'm a defensive lineman. I'm hitting the offensive line to try to go tackle the quarterback. Well, if I hit them and then I fall and the next play, I do the same thing over and over again. That's insane. But if I go back to my coach or my mentor and I say, hey, how do I get through to the quarterback? And he says, all right, try a spin move. And then the next time I try a spin move and I get through. Or I, you know, jump over the guy and I get through or I get closer. I put more pressure like for, for sales, nothing is the same. It's always different. A new, um, you know, a, a customer, 
there's so many different types of customers, but there's only so many. And once you learn how to deal with multiple different styles of personalities and customers, then it becomes really kind of like fun. And you get to like, you understand what they're going to ask you and you know the answer before they even ask that you just kind of like start nodding your head like, yes, yes. Like, oh, yes, that makes, oh, yes, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I've never heard that before. And then you, <laughs> you understand how to help them, right? At least on the B2C side, um, the business side might be a little bit different, but. Um, no, I mean, it's the same because you're, I mean, it's similar. Depending on the industry, right? Depending on the industry. For my industry, it was finance. Well, I mean, you're still, um, I mean, you're still dealing directly with a person, whoever it is, you know, initially at some point you're dealing with a person and they're going to have the same objections or they're going to have the same rebuttals or the same reasons why. Um, Correct. So, but I think in, in general, so that's just kind of my basic overview experience of, of sales, but sales, I believe and we talked about this in a previous episode, is a a very important skill. You had just mentioned your kids are selling you. My wife is selling me all the time on, should we go to this restaurant? Should we go to that restaurant? My daughter is already selling me on whether I should, um, you know, give her this or give her that or discipline her this way or discipline her that way. Like um, everything we do is a sale. And so I think if you have that mindset of, um, everything is a sale, I think then you need to define what a sale actually is. In my opinion, the way I define a sale is helping someone get something that they already want or need, right? I'm not trying to sell somebody, um, you know, a piece of garbage that they don't need. I'm not trying to sell them some random piece of machinery or equipment or something that's not needed they came to me or had some interest in some product or service that I offer. So I need to help them understand that my product and service is probably the best and will help them um, get to where they want to go. So I think if you look at sales in that light of helping somebody, then it really kind of changes the way that you think about it. Um, Is that kind of the experience that you've had? Well, there's different, I mean, there's different types of sales, obviously. I think generally people think, because I know this is how I felt, you know, you think of sales, salesman, you know, somebody who's greasy, the the used car, you know, dealership, things like that. And there's definitely some of that still out there. And obviously sales in general has morphed and changed so much in the last 10, 15 years uh, with the types of marketing the way we buy, the way consumers buy, COVID has changed lots of things. Everything's become kind of quicker. But if you're good at it, I mean, it is like running your own business. And it's like you're your own little business owner with your pipeline and the process. And it's funny because now that I'm in sales and I can see and interact with other people that are in sales, I, I get the process now. And it really is, it, it's fun, but it takes practice. And I think that's what a lot of people don't want to do because there, it it can be a fantastic career, especially if if you're selling a product you're passionate about. I mean, that's the one thing I would recommend to everybody. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, I'm only going to sell what I'm passionate about. I I only care about, 
this item or this industry. And so I'm going to sell it because at some point you got to start somewhere and you might not be in an industry you're super passionate about, you know, Correct. right now Correct. solar's blowing up and I got a couple of yeah. friends that are getting into solar sales and yeah. they have absolutely zero experience in it, but they've got that dynamic personality. And I am confident that, that, um, you know, they can succeed at it. So you can become passionate about your product, but I think it's definitely easier when you are because you know the product and you know why people either need or want it. And I would just say sometimes you're selling to people when you get through, they don't know that they need it or want it until you let them know that they need it or want it. And to me, that's the fun, the fun part of it where it, it can become, it is a game. And if you don't get butt hurt about hearing the word, no, it can be a lot of fun. Um, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a family show. Family show. Is it though? Okay. Are there we full families? Do we, yeah, do we, we have full disclaimer. families listening? Anyway. So, um, so yeah, so bring that back to, all right. Yeah, so let's we get bring it back sales. to the business side, right? Or the right. business idea. Cause I love what you mentioned is you're absolutely correct, right? Let's walk through the sales process a little bit and then we can relate that to a business, right? So you don't have to have a brick and mortar, you know, a store, if you will, for sales. But what you have to do is you have to have a customer. A lot of businesses, they use marketing and they use advertising. In my industry, my business, you're very restricted on the advertising and the marketing that you could do. So I would literally have to go and ask people one-on-one, -on -one, hey, Joe, do you have anybody helping you with your money? I'm a local financial advisor. I help people get out of debt. Uh, uh, save for retirement, things like that. Those would be some things that I would say, obviously I'm a little rusty because now I sell cookies, really cookies kind of sell themselves. But um, th the point was, is I would have to go acquire a customer. Okay. So I would have to be in charge of customer acquisition. I was also in charge of my own marketing and advertising by opening my mouth and talking to people about what I do. So I was the CEO of uh, or the director of marketing, director yeah, of who you complain to about that when it's going bad. Yeah, exactly. I would complain to my wife, director of customer acquisition. Now, who takes care of that customer, right? Is there a software, a system that you have in place, a CRM, client uh, resource uh, management system in place to remind you to follow up, to put them in a sales cycle process to review? Um, so you'd have to be the director of your CRM. You'd have to schedule your appointments. So you'd be your own admin. I mean, there's so many processes. You'd have to do the paperwork, close the sale. Um, that's if you're a one-man shop, right? But I think, like you said, not a lot of salespeople understand the whole process. And so as you grow in your career, there are so many processes in the sales process that if you're a one-man show, two-man show, three-man show, you're in charge of a lot of those aspects of that business. That's similar to probably what yeah. you've seen. You've been in yeah, sales it, in a bigger it, company, but it's, um, but you're still in charge of a lot of that process. When you, when you look at that, that process, it is, it's, it's like you, but this is really kind of where I'm going to is you can make as much or as little money. Again, as long as you're working for a, a uh, I want to say ethical and reputable company, that has a solid comp plan. And I know salespeople do, you know, they get screwed a lot on, um, you know, these turn and burn type corporate companies where they just, you get sucked into the sales process as a salesman. And then they just kind of bleed you dry 
kick you to the curb and it, and it just becomes a cycle. And so, you know, it is important to find the right place. You know, you basically became kind of your own, your own entrepreneur, um, you know, in what you were doing with financial advising. But I think that's what I love about it is that you can make as much as you can, what, you know, depending on how much you want to hustle, depending on how many hours you have in the day, depending on what type exactly. of clients you go after, exactly. um, you know, different industries obviously have different They're going to pay differently. Yeah. Yep. So, but I would know, even I'm, say, I would venture to say that some of the salespeople in some of these companies make more than your managers, your CEOs and so on. Just like servers, a lot of times make more than the manager of a restaurant, right? It's because they're the correct. face. It's because they are actually quote unquote selling all those different things. Um, and so that's just something that we have to keep in mind. You know, if you find good people, don't be afraid to pay them. Don't be afraid to pay them to bring in you those, bring in those customers and those, and those sales. Correct. So they, they, they if people forget that say, I mean, sales drive the company, you have to have customers coming in. And if you're in a company or an industry that needs those customers driven in or brought in. Um, if you're selling a product that people don't, you know, maybe know about that isn't advertised like crumble cookies, where it's a national movement, there's storefronts there. People know it, crumble cookies. It's a cookie, like people, very self-explanatory. If you're selling, I've, I've been dying to say this word widgets. If you're selling widget, a widget, B, widgets. Yeah. I love widgets. If you're selling those, but it's something that, maybe as a component of another process. How do you do that? Well, you've got to, you've got to let people know that this product is out there. And right. again, the more you can hustle and the more you can um, fine tune your selling process, learn, go after the right clientele. And that's what I mean. I think in my industry, there's a lot, there's been this kind of push lately for this door knocking, like door to door. Um, I just don't, I don't like it residentially. Which, which, so, but. so here's the deal. It, it works because I grew a business and I still, not to throw numbers at it, but I will, because I did what I did, which is a lot of door knocking and asking people by word of mouth, which I don't, you know, I don't highly recommend, but I think it's, I think it's what built my foundation of, I don't really care what people tell me. I don't care if they tell me, no, yes, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to help them if they want to be helped. And the ones who say no, move on. But I, I still probably make three thousand ish dollars a month, maybe, on clients that I continue to help. Now I service them. I still communicate with them a couple times a year, help them with their needs. But it's because I went and I knocked on their door, or I saw them at the gas station, and said, "Hey, do you need help?" Like you'd be shocked how many times that that actually happened. So it does work, and I think it builds grit, which is important if you're in sales. Oh, You've got to have sure. some grit. Um, sure. but I don't necessarily believe that it is the best way to generate sales. I'm actually going to probably take a hard left turn here pretty soon and say that marketing and building a following will eventually cultivate 10 X what door knocking will do, right? If you start to build a brand around your company, build a brand around yourself, a personal brand that people can get on board with the value that you can give them, um, Sales will eventually follow if people are following and listening and hearing what you're saying. They're, you're giving value. You're giving advice. They like what you're doing. And then you offer a product or a service along with that. 
a lot of times that's going to, that's going to also help. So I think there's well, value that's a, in your that's a type of, I mean, that's a type of marketing basically. Right. Um, it's marketing. And we could argue all day long. What helps, what's the best marketing or sales, marketing or sales, right? <laughs> I think we <laughs> know what the answer is. Right. I think, we know the answer I think we know what the marketing, I mean, sales, but, but yeah. the point, the point is, is there's a certain level of grit that should happen and that should be learned um, when you're in sales that is helpful as you grow and learn in sales or in business or in anything else you do. Like we talked about in that one episode, sales is super important to a business owner, right? You've got to learn how to communicate with people. You've got to learn how to turn a single cookie order into a 12 pack, five bucks from 50 bucks. That's easy. You could do that all day. That happened you know? to me the other day, actually. Oh yeah. It was, it was, was it Alex? Annoying. Did Alex get you? No, it was I I was um I didn't I didn't get her name. I mean I did because I forwarded. Where it was to it? Methuen? Was it Methuen? Uh no, it was Salem. No. Salem. It was Methuen. Yeah, it was Methuen, Methuen. but Alex wasn't there. Yeah, I walked Probably, in for uh, one cookie. I left with four. It was stupid. Maybe Katie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, see, easy, from, easy fell, sale. See, and I we teach. You got to teach. So that's a great point. You got to teach your people. And what I did when we did these training scripts for these team members is I I had so much experience in selling that I said, hey, here's how we're going to ask this question. Actually, this this is exactly what we say. We say, is there any reason why I can't get you a white milk, chocolate milk, or water? Now, what did I say differently about that sentence? The word can't. Because it's a negative. Like, I don't like negatives. I don't like can't. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so and so what happens is the customer actually looks at the person who's at the point of sale and he says, wait a minute, did they just ask me can't? Oh, yeah, no, I don't want anything. So 10, you know, I've had the kids actually challenge me because they don't think it works. Three out of 10 times I'll typically get or ask a customer that question and they will say, yes, actually, you can get me a white milk or you can get me a chocolate milk. And what would have happened? They wanted it. I just asked them. Yeah, just ask the question. The problem is if we don't ask the question, the answer is always no. It's always no. Right. So we've got to ask that question. And so I think sales is super important to learn, to grow in. But you're right. It is a mini ecosystem of business. It's really this mini business. If you're doing it um, right. If you're doing doing it right. Correct. Your sales pipeline and your sales process, it should be a mini ecosystem, which, you know, I don't know why I, I guess I just said ecosystem because you just said ecosystem. So now we're going to call it an ecosystem instead of, no, a business, I think it is. A I mini think business. That, yeah. I think you could call it the, um, you could call it the sales ecosystem really. I mean, it's, I don't know. I just made that up, but it sounded pretty yeah, good. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. With hashtag some sales phrases. ecosystem. We could do uh, uh, a C. Is that a K bomb? A new K bomb? No, no. The kids That's, told me the other day, K bombs aren't actually a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah, no, that's what they said. So I'm going to stop saying it. Not good. But, um, but yeah, so with, with sales, it's, um, I love it. It's, it's fun. And to go back to what you just said with the, with the idea of, you know, door knocking and things like that, um, it does build, it builds your confidence when you can learn how to kind of rebut folks how to get down, get through their walls. Um, you learn each time, but it, but it's, it's, it's like a muscle. It's repetitive. You have to work it out. You have to be out there doing it. And the more you do it, the more better you get at it. But exactly right. if you don't do repetition, if you don't meet strangers and have conversations with strangers where you have to react on your feet, 
you know, you know, you know, your how you're going to handle objections. Yeah. You've got those key kind of reversals, you know things product. like that. You know, your product, all that sort of stuff. Um, you can truly run a business, basically be an entrepreneur with your sales process and you can make as much or as little as you want based off the time you have and the effort that you put in. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's very rewarding too. I mean, when you, when you get the yes, when you close the deal, when you close the big deal, when you close the unsuspecting deal, um, when you beat out three competitors, I mean, it's a lot of fun. And I think that that's, uh, you know, that all comes back to sales as basically a business, you know, whether you're working for a giant corporation, a small, you know, maybe like a solar, you know, like I said, I'm dealing with some friends, smaller operations, but they're just getting off the ground and they're hustling and running their own little business in that sales world. That's great. So yeah, definitely but a it's, skill. It's I think everybody area. should learn. It's a, yeah. And it's a great area to learn and grow. You're going to learn so many skills from that. I, I, I really think everybody should be thrown into sales at some point, whether it's some sort of a, a process that they have to learn or really just com even just communicating with people is, is, you know, because you, you're going to be thinking quick on your feet, quick on your feet. You're going to be thinking fast. And, and again, I would, and I would end, I'll end with this and then you can take back over here and close this out. But, um, my biggest fear when I was getting into sales, my biggest fear was I'm really young. What do I know about finance? And my mentor told me, he said, listen, competency builds confidence. You could coin that too. Competency or well, Yeah, but that's competent. not yours. That's, that's your mentor's. It's fine. We can, we can share it. Competence sure. builds confidence. If you know your product, whether you're young or not, um, and you are uh, competent about that product, you should be confident in the fact that you can sell that product and help a customer earn, um, you know, earn that customer's business. And so that, I mean, that helped me a ton. I just, I just, I ate all that stuff up. I learned it. So yeah, I learned it really well. And I never, to this day, I've never had one client. I still have over 250 clients and not one of them ever asked or was, was, um, ha their objection was I was young, not one of them. So that fear that I thought I had in the very, very beginning, my biggest fear was nothing, was never even anything. No, you were projecting it on yourself. You were projecting yeah. it on yourself, which is what, I mean, that's what I do with, we do to ourselves a lot, you know, and especially with this, cause you're putting yourself out there in, in sales, you're kind of leaving yourself exposed in theory. And I think that's where, you know, people shy away from it in the beginning. And I, I know I did. So, um, one thing that, you know, I learned early on and just wrapping up is, um, like I said, you know, working out that repetitive part of it. There were days where I would go out with the only intention of just interacting. I took the idea of selling anything, trying to win something, um, trying to close a deal off the table. And I would just walk into businesses cause I was, I'm, I'm always been doing, you know, business to business. You're, you were in the area. Yep. And I was in, in the area and I would just go in and I would just kind of gather information. And I, I did more of it to rep myself. And when you walked in, when I walked in with that mindset, it literally took all the pressure off because I, now I wasn't making a sale. And those were some of my best days when I was just like, now nah, I don't know this. Yeah, totally. This, 
this area of the state or this area of my sales territory. I'm just going to try to get familiar with it and see what happens with no expectation. And that's when I had some of the most, I don't want to say genuine. I mean, that might be the right word, but just kind of sincere yeah, conversation conversations. People. Yeah. And you just connect because I'm the pressure's off and, and I've learned that too. And so that those type of things, yeah, it's all part of growing a business. What's going to help me do that? What's going to help me build that? So, um, yeah, sales, sales in general, whether you're selling cars or you're selling cleaning services, you're selling cookies. Um, there's an art to it. There's a process to it. It has to be practiced. It has to be worked. But if it's something that you're passionate about, um, the rewards, you know, are, are in the wins. Um, they definitely can be, you know, in, in the finance aspect of it too. Um, it's, I wanted to say that it's becoming a lost art, but it's definitely coming back. Um, because I think a lot of people are going to the face to face type of sales that I think went away in the early two thousands with internet advertising and all the click ads and all that sort of stuff. So, um, listen, everybody, thank yeah, but I you. think, I think just real quick, I think, I think face to face will always be a thing. Humans want human interaction. There's certain things yeah. we'll do online and we'll do internet, but a good salesperson will always be able to sell. A good salesperson will always be able to help somebody face to face. And a lot of people will always still want that. Well, and so I don't think be COVID, discouraged COVID salespeople. That. No, COVID yeah, proved no, that, agree. you know, that I agree. When, when you can get out there and get in front of people and, and we do, that's something that people like, you know, we crave interaction. We need it. So, um, Listen, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for joining in on this. Uh, James and I both love the sales aspect of businesses, how we do it. Um, and we appreciate you listening. Click Absolutely. like, smash the five star. Is that how you say it, James? Smash yeah, it. Smash it. Smash it. Click the five star. Slay smash it. the smash the the K bomb button. Hey, Share. check us out too. Let me just add this. Check us out too on LinkedIn. We're dropping some knowledge on LinkedIn as well. We've got our uh, LinkedIn in the show notes as well as Instagram. I have been uh, adjusting Instagram a little bit, getting involved in Instagram, uh, seeing that you'll see the day-to-day -day here maybe at Crumble, um, some things that you might learn from actual on-the-ground business. So if you're listening and you're just listening to our podcast, but you like social media too, Jump in on Instagram. You could find me at james.timothy.mcguire uh, on Instagram. Obviously, LinkedIn, you'll see the link there. I think Joe is going to be on uh, Instagram here pretty soon, working on some uh, just some more value that we can give to you guys. And if you've got an episode or somebody you may want us to interview, um, we're going to be lining up some more interviews here pretty soon. So, yeah, love it. We'll catch you guys on the next one.